A disclaimer, this show is not meant to tell you how to live or give you the answer to life's questions. No, this show is meant to encourage and support your free thought. Take what you need, leave what you don't. Oh, it's my life I has to fight, nigga. Oh, it's my life, ah. Uh, hard times like, yeah. Bad trips like, yeah. Nazareth, I'm fucked up, homie, you fucked up. But if God got us, then we gon' be alright. What's up, what's up, my Mikas? This is New Age Lee. I'm a revolutionary soul with an intellectual mind using the stars to get what's mine. And this is Black Innovation. Congratulations, kings and queens. You have made it. You have survived the gauntlet of 2020. Now that's not to say that we're done. I'm sure 2021 got something cooked up for us. But for now, there is no way we can leave 2020 without feeling like a survivor. From impeachments to pandemics, quarantine to civic unrest, economic recessions, and we cannot forget the loss of so many. Twenty twenty has thrown us for a loop. Yet, despite all of that, and despite any personal issues, we are still here at the end of twenty twenty. So, cheers to all of us who have endured. <laughs> Breathe in this accomplishment. No matter how you feel about the current state of things, you are still here. One of my key takeaways from 2020 comes from Dr. Darius Daniels. He states, you were not born and then chosen. You were born because you are chosen. Whew. You were not born and then chosen. You were born because you are chosen, special, unique. There was a carefully crafted order of events that had to methodically and precisely fall into place in order to produce you, yeah, you, born in that town on that date, you with these wonderful talents and hidden flaws? Do you understand the number of things that had to take place just so you could be here? What did it take for your parents to meet? What are the odds that you would be surrounded by these type of people and have to face those type of challenges? There are over 300 million sperm in one nut. You were the only one that made it to that egg. Over 10% of pregnancies end in miscarriage. 
So the fact that you were able to take your first breath is proof of your value and worth. It is not by happenstance that you are skilled and talented the way you are. And it's not by mistake that you've been hurt or scarred the way that you have. Just as your existence was meticulously crafted together, so is your journey toward greatness. On the opposite side of your greatest weakness is your strongest superpower. So as we embark on a new year, walking into uncharted territory, living and breathing in the unknown of what's next, I encourage you to meditate on a few thoughts with me. What things do you struggle with or habits do you need to let go of? If you have learned your lessons, you no longer need these feelings, things, or circumstances. Release yourself from this guilt or shame and move forward. If you have not already learned these lessons, vow to learn them in a different way that does not bring harm to you. Now that you've made space for fresh energy, what new skills, talents, and feelings do you want to increase as you move into the next part of your journey? Invite these emotions and circumstances into your life right now. Use them to serve your highest and best good. Allow these things to fuel you as you become a better service to yourself and more present in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we are entering into a brave new world. The future is ours to craft. Embrace this freedom to forge your own path. Accept the challenge and responsibility of shaping and molding your life. You are created with a purpose. There is a reason, well, honestly, there are reasons for your existence. You can read about it. People will try to tell you what it is. But honestly, only you know what your purpose is. Find it and be intentional. The whole world is waiting on you to be the solution. In today's episode, I want to talk about stress and anxiety. 2020 has been full of twists, turns, and unexpected events. Even the most grounded of people have felt some type of tremble in this unpredictable environment. This has definitely been a tough lesson to learn, but a lesson I believe we all needed to confront if we hadn't done so already. So without further ado, I present to you episode four, Serenity. Enjoy. Stress is your body's way of responding to any kind of demand or threat. When you sense danger, whether real or imaginary, your body switches into fight or flight mode. When functioning properly, stress helps you stay focused, energetic, and alert. It helps you rise to meet any challenge that you face. It's what gives a panicked parent the strength to lift a car and save a child, 
or the reason you're able to quickly slam on the brakes to avoid a car accident. Stress in itself is a great attribute for any animal looking to prolong its lifespan. However, when it is chronic or continuous, stress does the opposite. While we often talk about stress and anxiety as an emotional weight, chronic or continuous stress is actually a three-headed monster. It affects us emotionally, chemically, and physically. Most of us can readily identify emotional stress. It may make you feel worried or down, irritable or angry. It can even affect your ability to concentrate or make decisions. Continuous stress will result in a chemical imbalance in the body. Stress releases adrenaline, which increases your heart rate, elevates your blood pressure, and boosts energy. Come on, Black people. Come on, America. How many of us are suffering from, are at risk, or have a family history of high blood pressure and heart disease? Yes, the food we eat definitely has an impact on our health, but stress does also. Stress releases cortisol, the primary stress hormone. Cortisol increases the amount of sugar in the bloodstream. It also shuts down functions it deems to be non-essential during attack. So continuous stress will stop or slow your reproductive, digestive, growth, and immune system. Again, black people, America, how many people are struggling with obesity or immunodeficiencies? Yes, the food we eat plays a role in our health, but stress is a silent killer lurking in the background. Physically, continuous stress has a long list of side effects. Keeping your body in a continuous state of fight or flight does damage. Sustaining high energy levels and alertness prevents your body from relaxing and decompressing. Continuous stress is almost like putting your car in park and then slamming on the gas pedal for hours on end. Your car will eventually give out, and so will your body. Among the long list of physical symptoms, physical stress can cause headaches, insomnia, frequent colds or infections, loss of sexual desire or ability, racing thoughts, forgetfulness, and that's just a few. These symptoms often lead to even more detrimental long-term issues, such as mental health issues, cardiovascular disease, eating disorders, skin and hair problems. Come on now, it's fucking us up. Most of us have come to know and accept that stress is just an everyday part of adult life but it's not supposed to be. Most people find that stress and anxiety comes from the fear of the unknown or a belief in an impending doom. You might be anxious because you're unsure of what the future holds, or maybe because you've already decided that something bad is gonna happen. I found that the serenity prayer is a great meditation for this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. When applying these three steps, 
you can dramatically decrease the amount of stress in your life. Let me show you how. Step one, accept the things you cannot change. Let's get serious and be real about this. Most of us fear the unknown. We like to know what, when, where, and why something is gonna happen. The first step towards serenity requires a true and honest assessment of the things we actually have control of. What are the things that you can make happen and what things are left to destiny? Have you ever heard the phrase, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink? Well, this holds true here as well. No matter what you do or how you orchestrate things, most outcomes are out of our hands. There are very few things that we actually have control over in life. We can obsess about what people think or what might happen, but at the end, all we control is how we initiate and respond to situations. You can spend hours worrying about a big speech. Will I mess up? Are people gonna find me boring? What if I forget my words? Worrying does not prevent this situation. In fact, by focusing energy on these thoughts, you are essentially wishing them into existence. Not to mention, it's a total waste of time and energy. Think about it. Would your time be better spent preparing for your speech or just worrying about the outcome? If you lead the horse to water and it doesn't drink, well, that's really no guilt on your conscience because you did what you were supposed to do. But if you never lead the horse to water because you're too worried about what the outcome is, then it's kind of on you if the horse dies from dehydration. This leads to step two. Have the courage to change the things you can. There are very few things in this world we can control. The one thing that is our responsibility and the most important thing for us to control, we tend to neglect or put on the back burner. In our defense, it is a hard thing to control. However, with comparison of what's impossible, like the weather or the future, we should gladly take the bull by the horns and appreciate the ability to force our will onto something. The main thing that we can control what will give us the most bang for our buck is ourselves, our ego, our pride, our actions. We waste tons of energy trying to control and force a mission of the outside world, but we rarely take the time to demand the same submission of our internal selves. We give advice and it falls on deaf ears. We make requests for adjustments and people just keep doing what they've been doing. We can be full of advice and requests for other people and are often offended when they ignore us. But why should they listen to us if we don't even listen to ourselves? It's not easy. Building the skill of self-discipline takes patience and willpower. But with all the uncertainty in life, should we not at least be able to depend on ourselves? Can we not at least trust ourselves to do what needs to be done? A wise man told me, if you're stressed, you need to rethink your priorities. If you have prioritized the things that are important to you and you execute them to the best of your ability, 
You have no reason to worry about the outcome. Que sera, sera. What will be, will be. Besides, whom by worrying can add a single hour to their day? If you are courageous enough to truly take control and accountability for your actions, you will quickly discover the power that lies inside you. Deciding your priorities and putting in work to ensure your daily goals are met will inevitably work in your favor. Let's go back to the speech scenario. If you prioritize being a good communicator, then you will spend time and put effort into preparing your speech. Just through those actions alone, you are already victorious. Regardless of whether the speech goes well or you're booed off the stage, the skill that you've gained through practice and this new experience will be with you forever to use in future endeavors. Through proper prioritization and self-discipline, we are able to win in all situations. Dedicated work will always put us in a position for success. And if we do fail at a task, we can always turn an L into a lesson knowing that we've done our best. If we do our best and still come up short, then that's not our fault, that's destiny. At this point, we can either decide to push ourselves to become better or say it's not for us and do something else. Only we can answer that question when the time comes. But most people won't even get to that place because they won't leave their comfort zone. Here is where courage comes in. It is easier not to try than to face the reality that you can't actually do something. Many people cower in the face of a challenge. Why even bother? It takes effort, energy, and intentionality to achieve a worthwhile goal. Why do so much work to be extraordinary when most people are just mm, ordinary? The unfortunate thing is that the third and most true of all the options is that you can do it. Almost anything you want is within your grasp as long as you give it your all. Remember that you were born because you are chosen. You have a unique purpose in this world. And if your heart or your journey brings you here, it's for a reason. Why would you, born specifically on the day you were born, with your experiences, your strengths, your weaknesses, why would the world place you in front of a challenge like this at a time like now? Is this a challenge to teach you something? Or is it to show you how much you've already learned? Is it training you on how to use a hidden talent? Or is it an opportunity for you to flex on a superpower you've had all along? You owe yourself to at least try, at least get to the fork in the road before you give up. That takes courage. Now, before I get to this last part, I like to reiterate my disclaimer. This show is not intended to tell you how to live or give you the answer to life's questions. No, my goal is to share my experience and knowledge in hopes to encourage your free thought. As we talk about setting priorities, it's important to note that they come in all shades and sizes. 
Priorities are based on an individual's experiences, purpose, and dream. They're cool in that they can be as unique as a fingerprint, yet also shared between communities, cultures, and hopefully relationships. What and how you set your priorities is your business. No, literally, it's your business. It is literally your job in life to promote your priorities. If you prioritize wealth, then you promote it by chasing after it. If you prioritize family, then you promote it by putting energy and time into it. We all have multiple priorities and their levels of importance to us can change over time. But in the end, what and how we set our priorities is literally our life's business. And what kind of business does not have a business plan? What is our goal? What is our dream? What is our purpose? Our priorities should align with all of these things because whatever I prioritize gets my time and attention. This is where step three comes into play. The wisdom to know what we can and cannot change. It doesn't make sense to prioritize things that are outside of our control because the results are wavering. Will they like me? Will they hate me? Mm, I don't know. Will it work? Will it fail? Maybe. Just hypothesizing these kind of questions can cause stress and there's nothing you can do about it either way. Instead, we should focus our energy where we get the best results. Am I putting my best foot forward? Hmm, yes. Did I present my authentic self? Hmm, yes. Can I make adjustments to change those no's into yeses if I put in work? Yes, if I focus on my business and what I can do, the universe will do the rest. I do not have to hypothesize about what the outcome will be because I know following my priorities will push me toward my destiny, whatever direction that might be. Let's recap. Chronic stress is a silent and deadly enemy to modern man. It not only affects us emotionally, but chemically and physically as well. To help ease stress, I meditate on the serenity prayer. Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Accept that there are few things in this world that are in our control. Be courageous in taking action on those things that you can control <clears throat> yourself. Last but not least, Arrange your priorities with the wisdom of knowing the difference between the two. By putting energy where you have power and releasing the responsibility of the things out of your control, you can dramatically decrease the stress levels in your life. Now for astrological news. If you haven't done so already, I encourage you to listen to episode one of the podcast. There, I go into greater detail about what astrology is and how you can use it as a tool to improve your life. Astrology believes, as above, so below, 
As within, so without. As the universe, so the soul. If you're someone who recognizes that the moon can affect the tides of the ocean, then you shouldn't be surprised to know that other celestial bodies, those which are way bigger than the moon, can have an effect on our bodies, which are comprised of over 70% water. So here's your forecast. Y'all better get ready to catch a vibe this December, okay? As November wraps up, it brings the end of three major planetary retrogrades. Mercury, Mars, and Neptune are finally back moving forward. As we enter December and Sag season, we should start to regain our footing and still some type of grounding in our new world. This energy will inspire us to reach out to faraway friends and embrace warmth and optimism. The main event of December 2020 is the Great Conjunction in Aquarius. On December 21st, Saturn and Jupiter will come together in Aquarius. Jupiter and Saturn are both social or outer planets. They represent our connection with the outer world or our connection with society. When they come together to form a great conjunction, it can signal significant changes for the collective. With these planet powerhouses joining forces with insightful air sign Aquarius, we will all be more inspired to embrace the unconventional. This rare planetary connection only happens once every 20 years. This particular alignment with both of them being located in Aquarius is the first to happen in several hundred years, which is why astrologers consider this the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And this is just the beginning. I am so excited, not just because I'm an Aquarian, but I think it is past due for something new and Lord knows we deserve something better. As this great conjunction wraps up the year, it is the perfect time to set goals and priorities. So please be courageous, take the reins on your life and forge the path to your greatness. You are the perfect solution to the world's problem. Dream big and get intentional. Until next time. All's my life I has to fight, nigga. All's my life I Hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Right, nigga, we right. gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Huh? We gon' be alright. Nigga, we gon' be alright. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright. Uh. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I'll be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the bass down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. With pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow, so my karma come in heaven. No preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I knew it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone great. Trying to side my face is all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know
before We been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Huh? We gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright What you want? You a house, you a car for the acres and the mule, a piano, a guitar, anything See my name is Lucy, I'm your dog Motherfucker, you can live at the mall I can see the evil, I can tell it I know it's illegal, I don't think about it I deposit every other zero Thinking of my partner Put the candy painted on a Rico Digging in my pocket And a profit big enough to feed you Every day my logic Get another dollar just to keep you In the presence of your Chico ah! I don't talk about it, be about it Every day I sequel If I got it, then you know you got it Heaven, I can reach you Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all Big back and chat, I trapped the back for y'all I rap, I black on tracks, so rest assured My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God When you know We've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright Nigga, we gon' be alright I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes I did the same, abusing my power full of resentment, resentment that turned into a deep depression. Found myself screaming in the hotel room. I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. So I went running for answers. <laughs> 